Hi, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Happy Wednesday. So it is officially June 1st and I'm not going to lie. My day did not start off the way I wanted it to. So I had an OBGYN appointment and I was late. And in Atlanta, you know, the traffic is awful. And it can literally make or break your day. And it broke my day. So I literally drove an hour and five minutes for no reason just to reschedule my appointment and pay for parking I didn't want to. Yay! We love that. Um, But (sighs) I'm not going to lie. It made me a little bit upset. Actually, no, not a little bit. I was very upset. And I used to have this bad habit of taking out my anger on other people, and it got me absolutely nowhere. Um, So I keep it to myself now, but it's just frustrating when you feel as if you have anger and it's bottled up and, you know, you can't release it in the moment. So I started asking myself, what are some healthy ways I can release my anger, right? So I started taking deep breaths. That didn't really help. I listen to calming music or I think of things that calm me down or I just tell myself I am calm. Sometimes that helps, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know... It's not fun at all. So if you deal with anger issues, you're not alone. That's all. But I don't really have a topic today. I'm kind of just talking off the top of my head because why not? You know, I love, I love eating. And you know what? Actually, no, I do have a topic for today. It just came to me. Expressing healthy coping mechanisms. And when I say this, I mean finding solutions to deal with your emotions or real life problems in a healthy way. All right, story time, guys. Get your food, get your, I don't know, comfort food of choice. Get ready. So, Once upon a time, a long time ago, Abrielle used substances to cope with her daily life problems. It was not healthy. And I felt as if I needed it. And that was unhealthy. But acknowledging that you have a problem is the first step. Um, I'm going to be very honest. I used to be addicted to nicotine and I used to smoke weed every day and I used to drink a lot whenever I would feel upset. And, you know, it's, it's hard to cut yourself off from 
those unhealthy mechanisms because what you're around and what you see is eventually what you become and what you do. And growing up, you know, I didn't really see my parents doing any of that, but I had people in my life where addiction was prevalent and, you know, I wanted to try it at one point, but because I saw what it did to the people that I cared about, I stayed far away from it until one day I didn't. And I really regret doing this at such a young age because, you know, you're more, you're more susceptible to being addicted at a younger age because your brain and your, you know, body isn't fully developed, um, especially nicotine. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, people are promoting drugs and violence and sex and all this fun stuff as if it's like as if it's good like why are we glamorizing self-destruct why are we glamorizing that it's not cute it's not pretty it's not funny it's sad and it can ruin you emotionally and physically and mentally and I don't understand why it's so glamorized in today's world and everyone is to blame you know the music industry what we see on tv what we see on social media i'm like why are we glamorizing this self-sabotage lifestyle and why are we promoting it out to everyone even kids you know kids kids are naive they're gonna do whatever they see on the internet they're gonna be like oh what's this plant and start picking it up and smoking it i've heard of children in middle school or kids at 12 years old talking about getting effed up on the weekends i'm like what is going on? How do you guys know what this is already? Like when I was 12, I was thinking about, I don't know, trying to go ride a bike or learn how to ride a bike or skate or something cool. I wasn't worried about how to, I don't know. I don't know. Kids are weird, but you know what? I blame the internet. I really do. And I'm young, but I'm an old soul. And I can't stand that kids are seeing this so early, you know, and they're going to think that this is okay and this is normal. So I fear for younger generations genuinely. The best you can do is hope that the parents are, you know, concerned, not too overprotective. Oh, that's another podcast. The uh, effects, long-term effects of helicopter parents or overprotective parents. I had helicopter parents, so I know what that's like, but Back to my statement earlier, um, unhealthy coping, coping mechanisms. So let's say you like to drink, right? It's totally fine to have a balance. If you want to go drink on the weekends, but not get like super drunk and not remember anything, that's totally fine. All right. It's okay to have balance, but it's, is that a wasp guys? There's a wasp. Oh my goodness. Anyways. Yeah. And that's fine. But when you feel as if you needed to get through the day or deal with certain people or, you know, just feel better, that's when it's a problem. And I feel like no one really talks about addiction, but I feel like it's actually so serious because all it takes is one try and you can become addicted. If you know you have an addictive personality, then be cautious because I used to be that person. I used to have an addictive personality. And because I did have an addictive personality, I would make sure I'd stop myself before it got to a point where I could not. 
So when I say stop yourself before it gets to a point where you can't stop is stop when it's offered to you or stop when the offer is presented to you. Let's say you're at a party and you're kicking back with some friends, right? And it's so fun. If there are things and substances there that you know you usually would not touch, leave. Stop yourself before you even have the opportunity to say yes. That's what I mean by having the strength to do that or say no and avoiding the addictive personality. You stop it before it can even escalate. Another example would be, you know, how when you get a little too, you know, drunk, you are more you're you're more willing to do things basically. You know, you're more happy, you're more free, you're less you know, you're carefree. You don't really care what happens. And that leads to mistakes that we don't need or want and we regret it and usually don't remember it. So don't let yourself get to a point to where you'll make a mistake that you'll regret and you know, it just leads to a worse a worse experience for you. And you know, today I struggle with getting rid of the thoughts because when you quit something, you'll always think of it in the back of your head like, man, it would be really nice to have, you know, some of this or it'd be really nice to have a drink. But you stop yourself because you remember the cycle that it brought you in. It's a vicious cycle. All it takes is one sip, one hit, whatever else you might do. I don't want to talk about that. I stick to the basics. Well, I used to. Um, And having a willpower is very hard in today's society, especially with the influence of so-called friends. Your friends would be like, hey, dude, come do this, come do that. And in reality, it's not even helping you. You're just doing it to seem cool or fit in with the people around you when it's only hurting you. So I guess the advice that I'm trying to imply is that if it's going to hurt you in the long run, don't even go. Don't even acknowledge it. Just say, no, thank you. I'm busy tonight. Stay in. It's okay to stay in. If you know that there's going to be substances around you that are going to bring you down or bring you back into that cycle you got yourself out of, it's not for you anymore. God has a bigger purpose for you. He says, you are not that person anymore and I have new doors for you. So you need to wake up, turn around and get going to where I have you going. Because if you turn back, to the old door you're just setting yourself up for disappointment and take that for my for me because I would consistently go back to old old doors when whether that be old friendships old relationships old coping mechanisms that were unhealthy and it always brought me into a vicious cycle of disappointment and now that I'm completely sober Sure, I may not be where I want to be, but I am not addicted to anything. I am not thinking about, you know, running back to those old cycles. Sometimes I do get weak and I think, man, I'd really like this, but I've come so long or such a long way that I don't even think about it anymore. And you will feel so much better about yourself because you set a goal and you accomplished it. 
even if no one else sees the changes that you've made, you see the changes, you know the changes, and that's all that's significant, all right? Stop looking at other people for validation because it will never fulfill you. People people will never some for some people it basically it will never be enough and you can't please everybody and that's okay you're not meant to please everybody as long as you're being better for yourself and being better for god it's okay it is okay all right so i'm proud of you if you're battling with addiction if you're battling with substance abuse i am so proud of you for being strong and having a sober life and having a healthy lifestyle and hey if you're still battling or struggling it's okay all right like there is hope for you you are so strong and i know how hard it is to quit i i get it it's hard you know some people are forced to quit and not in the way they'd like god says no more and you can either listen to him when he warns you previously Or you can learn the hard way, whether that's getting pulled over by the police, whether that's, you know, being hospitalized because your health is at risk. If you have a sole purpose and you're not in tune or aligned and you're steady wasting time, God's going to knock you out, not in the way you like all the time, so that you can get back on track. And if you keep disobeying his orders, it's just going to not play out well. (laughs) Take it from me. I spent two years doing that, and now I've found what helps me. And talking about my past experiences and helping other people not relive my past experiences is relieving for me. It's alleviating, and it helps me feel like I have a purpose. My purpose is to help others. So, you know, if you want to talk about what are some healthy ways you can quit or find help healthy coping mechanisms to do with you know your problems come to me talk to me I'll help you and it can be hard I know it can be hard but I'm telling you those first two weeks you're gonna see a change whether it's your skin your weight your mental health it's going it's going to change for the better that's all I have to say And, you know, it's not going to be easy with old people you surrounded yourself with and they're like, oh, you don't do this anymore. You don't do that anymore. You tell them no. You stand your ground. You know, set boundaries. Don't be afraid to set boundaries. Sure, they might look at you weird. Sure, they might judge you. They might talk about you behind your back. But at the end of the day, you're doing it for you and your sake because one day they're going to wish they had the willpower that you had for yourself at a young age or at whatever age you're at and those same people will still be struggling with that addiction and deep down they wish they could quit like you did they wish they didn't have to rely on it to make it through the day they wish they didn't have to rely on it to deal with their stress and their problems they wish they didn't have to rely on it to deal with people and be a different person than who they truly are so with this message, I'm basically telling you to do better for yourself, even when it hurts and you feel like it's the end of the world. And, you know, another way to cope, um, let's say you struggle with a nicotine addiction. Of course, they have nicotine patches. They have nicotine gum. Personally, I didn't use those. I quit cold turkey, which didn't really help because I would be 
on and off, on and off, inconsistent. But, you know, they have um, essential oil vapes. So just start with something small, you know. Anything will help. Um, And if you have a sibling or a family member who struggles with this, maybe that's why you're hearing this today. Maybe you see the pain that they're in and they can't quit and you want to help them. Um, Tell them to talk to me because I feel like I can help them and relate to them. Because I get it. I've been in the sunken place. So, yeah. I don't know why, but I really want watermelon right now. And I miss Florida and the beaches because, you know, just watermelon on the beach and then a public sub. The best combo ever. Like, no one can prove me otherwise. It's just phenomenal, really. You know what? That's actually a healthy coping mechanism. Doing things that make you happy. And by that, I mean, like, that give you pure joy. I'm, I'm going to call it sober joy. Like, what's your favorite food? Let's say your favorite food is, I don't know, waffles, right? What's your favorite activity? Let's say you like swimming. Okay, you're going to go eat some waffles and go swimming. Or you're going to go swimming and then reward yourself to those waffles. And you'll feel so much better, even though... It has nothing to do with daily life. It's something that makes you happy. And when you make yourself happy, you're able to go, you know, perform in daily life with happiness. So it's baby steps. It takes steps, you know. But every step counts. Every step is worth the wait. Every step is worth the day. And I made that mistake today. I was angry because all I had today was coffee my mistake. I should have eaten something that made me happy, but I genuinely didn't have time because I was already late. But I think the reason why I was angry is because I didn't wake up on time, but I was so tired. But I wanted to wake up on time, but I was so tired. And unfortunately, in the real world, you can't make excuses for yourself. You know, time goes on, life goes on, people are going to go on. So instead of me trying to be mad at the ladies at the desk, I should just be mad at myself for not getting there on time. That's just how life is. Um, But now I'm going to go do something to alleviate my anger. Well, I'm not really angry anymore because I just made this podcast. But (laughs) you guys get what I'm trying to put out there. So, you know, if you're struggling with your emotions and feel as if you're trying to find a healthy outlet... There are healthy outlets. You don't have to use unhealthy mechanisms to cope. Um, Whether you smoke weed or, I don't know, vape. I know vaping is very popular now. Whether you drink or, you know, distract yourself with relationships. That's another one. Distracting yourself with relationships. That's not always healthy. If you can't be alone, that's a problem. It's okay to be in a relationship, but if you are codependent on people to make yourself feel better, that's when it's a red flag because I used to be that codependent girl. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I think I'm going to end this podcast a little bit early just because I wanted to give a quick advice rant session, but leave a rating if this helped you at all. Um, 
I hope you're doing okay. And you're not alone. And I love you.